this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Chance <laughs> for everyone. everyone. After another encounter with the Hound of Tindaloos, you were ambushed again by this Hound of Tindaloos. It hurt Chester. No, no, no. Sykir. Sykir really bad. You continued further and you found this uh, library with a bunch of like decaying texts and you saw this large bronze gear. It looked decorative. Uh, When Sykir put their holy symbol into this little like recess, the gear turned and it was a door that revealed a secret passage to some other room. Micah's angels explored more of the Cradle of Quartz. Faded circles of occult runes and winding scripture adorned the walls of these alcoves. The curving architecture and winding facades of which stand in sharp contrast to the precise angular designs of the rest of the temple. But found more than they bargained for. You saw a slumped over humanoid figure. He snapped up and looked at you with glowing eyes coming out of a like semi-transparent skull and started laughing. <laughs> Hold on to your hats because it's getting spooky. Hey, you dumb see-through skeleton nerd! Why don't you go suck Yogg-Sothoth's nards? <laughs> oh my god. Now. So I got another hot take in our little series of hotted takes we've been having. Uh, I wanted to talk about something that is uh, something I feel strongly about from a GM's perspective. Um, And that is that GMs need to not be afraid of putting their foot down and saying no (laughs) sometimes. If you're the GM, you're running the game. You need to be able to say no to things. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overly limit your character's like options. You don't want to be too strict and everything. But sometimes you just need to say no. Sometimes you got to remind the players that they have no power here and <laughs> they have to do whatever you tell them to they do. They play at your behest. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Yes, and is important. But it is not the rule. (laughs) It is a nice thing to do when no is not the appropriate answer. (laughs) Yes, and is very important. Sometimes you have to do no, but and sometimes you just have to say no. You know, there's there's no room for negotiation. I think one of the things that got uh, me thinking about this is I saw a thread somewhere. I don't remember where it was exactly about how someone was playing Outlaws of Alkenstar. So this adventure path. You know, all adventure paths that come with player's guides that help you build a character to fit in them because this isn't a GM homebrewing something that's going to, where he's going to do, or they're going to do the work, right? To help your character fit in, or they could just tailor the story around the characters you want to make. Um, so you use the player's guide to help build a, a character that fits the adventure. And that's really important for outlaws because the adventure is only going to work if everyone buys in on the, we've been outlawed by Mugland and Loveless, right? Yeah. We've been put mm-hmm. on the outs and it gives you a ton of different ways to have that. And you don't even have to use the backgrounds in the, uh, the player's guide. I know the poster talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You could just use like, you can make up your own background or use a generic background and make up in your backstory like a paragraph of what happened to you that is Muglin or Loveless's fault, right? Um, 
but apparently I, I don't have the post in front of me, but like someone was getting ready to run this game and they one of their players made this character that had no they connection. Did, they didn't use the background from the adventure path and they didn't. And no matter what background they chose, it's almost like they refused to relate their story at all to Muglin or Loveless. That sounds dumb. Yeah. yeah. And that's a situation where there is no negotiating. There is no yes anding or wait, no, but can we make this work? You just have to say, you need to make a character for this adventure, you know? Yeah. Because that's the thing. Yes, it is on rails. And the kind of agreement that everyone has before you go to some of these adventure paths is that you're going to buy in on the rails. And that way it doesn't feel like you're being corralled. You're made a character that fits the adventure your character's motivations will be right in line with the adventure. You can't really play this and have it make sense if you're not motivated by your desire to take Loveless and Muglin down. You just have to say no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jacob, I know you're the other uh, seasoned, long-running GM, although much less uh, these past few years. Yeah. Uh, Have there been instances where you've had to just be like, guys... No, I know I have. I just cannot remember why I have or what the reasons were. I couldn't tell you why, but I'm pretty sure I've just had to say no before. Uh, I wish I could remember. I know one. What was it? It's anytime Drow wants to do an amnesia character. Oh, oh, listen, I don't say <laughs> no. I just say I don't like amnesia. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I'll take that back. I might have said no because at one point Drow wanted to give Brick amnesia after we'd been playing for a few years. And oh, I yeah. think I if, wanted to go a completely different direction. If if you're going to have amnesia, you need to have it at the beginning of the story and not in the middle. Because <laughs> that's a lot of repeating and stuff that I find annoying. So, like, I didn't say no. I just said no, nah. but in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a longer, more roundabout no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think with all of you, have I all the things I've told each of you no more to? More forged. Yeah, Jacob's is very not, easy for me. You would not let me, and your excuse was weak. No, my excuse is very good. We were playing Tomb of Annihilation, which is in 5e, and we set it in my original homebrew world that I had built in 1e Pathfinder, but in a new area. And Jacob wanted to play Warforged. Warforged are from the Eberron D&D campaign setting. And I said, no, there aren't Warforged here. And I also had the personal pet peeve of you wanted to play a Warforged Druid who has rediscovered themselves and is in tune with nature. I'm like, Jacob, this is such a stereotype and I don't want to do this. I love stereotypes. (laughs) Drinks all around. I want to use the stereotype. And I said, no. You were wrong. Drow, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I'm, I want to think of the times I've told all of you no, because I know I've done it. Uh, and for you, I think it's been some of the other first edition adventure paths we've played. You've wanted to play the titular Drow. I think it was in Reign of Winter or in Rune Lords or Strix. And I'm just like, It's Listen. the species that you have an issue with. Right. The ancestry is a big thing for me. It's, it's not as much in 2E because they've kind of made things a lot more open. But in 1E, there's lots of, these ancestries are looked down upon in this area. And yeah. it's just like, I don't, or like, you don't have a good reason to be here, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't want to do that without having to do a ton of backstory work and it's really hard to do at the beginning of the campaign. I know I've turned down a drow gunslinger and a Strix of some kind before in 1E for you. 
But I did let you have X in one E, your amnesiac rogue. Mm-hmm. But amnesia's better at the beginning. I yeah. know. Jar got their amnesia fix. Nah. <laughs> have no. you ever had to tell me no? I, I don't. I feel like I have. I feel like you, it was an animal companion. You and your hatred for my animal companions. I, I'm sorry. It is my sacred right. My job as a GM to just loathe any extra things that you guys lug around to the party. I can't think of, I, I know I've had to tell you no, Cat, but I can't think of what it is exactly. Um, it's always at the start of adventures where I say the most no's. Yeah. You do like for people to have like, Characters that fit the adventure. I do. It's really important to me. I mean, if they don't fit, what's the point? Yeah, it's, uh, there was, um... I came close to telling you no for your theoretical character for Skull and Shackles, but I'm hey, not, we I can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. So, uh, uh, I, the reason I was, I was thinking about this is there's a YouTuber called Seth Skorkowski who made a video called Why Theme Campaigns Rock and Why 13th Warriors Suck. And what he's talking about is like some of the best campaigns you can have are very themed like this one. This one's very themed around uh, Alkenstar, steampunk, cowboy, no magic kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, Reign of Winter is very themed around witches, cold Baba Yaga. Right. Skull and Shackles, heavily themed pirate stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you bring the wrong character to that game, you'll stand out and you'll both steal the show and make things weird. You know, it'll be about you because of how much you stand out all the time. Yeah. And that'll become your defining trait. That's the 13th warrior thing. He you made a really you, good video about it. You don't want main character syndrome in a group RPG. Yeah. And that's why I really like in specifically themed games to try to make sure uh, one of the times I'll crack my GM whip and say, no, please. You don't have to like look cookie cutter. But, you know, bring Corrala into the theme. <laughs> Don't bring your android into the land of the Lenorm Kings. Exactly. <laughs> it's also why I was with the whole uh, Warforged thing. It's just like, I don't have a lore for this in my world. And it's going to be all about the. I, I, I didn't want to deal with it. Listen, I understand why you did it. Just, you're wrong because it's me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. That's a very Jacob response. Have any of you, can you think of times that uh, no has had to be laid down by a GM in any other games, ones that either I've not been in or... There's a clip of Dimension 20. Uh -huh. I don't know the game they played it, and I don't even know all the people involved, but they rolled a natural 20, and due to the result of this natural 20, ghosts exist in the world, and <laughs> Brennan did not want ghosts to exist in the world. I believe this it could be reversed that ghosts don't exist and he wanted them to, but I think it was it's the real world. Like nothing supernatural, ghosts don't exist. They're all natural twenty and somehow because of that, there's a ghost. And that would have been just a great place to say, I understand you rolled a natural twenty. But ghosts don't exist. That's that's probably my favorite <laughs> thing. You know, in in five E, natural ones aren't auto failures and natural 20s aren't auto successes on skill checks mm -hmm. but people forget that and that's like one of the things i will say no about as a gm like i'll let you roll things and yeah. d20 games to be like all right you know what you want to try it i'll just let you roll a die but like just because you get a natural 20 on something that's impossible to do doesn't make it suddenly possible yeah i'll yeah. just say no <laughs> 
It's like the story of the dwarf that falls off the cliff and they roll a, a fly check just in case. They're all natural 20 and, you know, starts flapping his li- his hands and the dwarf flies back to the cliff. As funny as the story is, I'd say no. Yeah, no, you fall. <laughs> you can't fly. You fall to your You're death. a dwarf. <laughs> And and one the way they handled this is just having a ridiculous amount of modifiers and penalties for things that you can fish out of a book somewhere. Be like, mm-hmm. well, you rolled a natural 20, but that's not an auto success and blah, 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 blah you know. Um, but I've just learned as a GM, there's two rules. Sometimes if you don't, if you don't want the risk of them not finding it, don't ask for a roll. Yeah. If you don't want them to do it, say no. <laughs> Your players will eventually thank you for making a better game. Right. Um, you got to have a vision sometimes. and You got to stick to it. Obviously, it's not just your game. It's your game and your players, and you want to work with them, and you got to be willing to be flexible and improv with your players. But sometimes you just got to say, guys, no. <laughs> I was kind of impressed you let me have Eleanor in steampunk world, and she's like... You know, stabby stab. Well, that's there anyway. Like, a gu- not every guard's going to have a gun. People have to be able to use swords. Because well, people, I think, with Swashbuck are really focused on the pirate side of it. But, like, I don't know. A Victorian-era fencer fits the Swashbuckler bill perfectly for yeah. me. And that slots into this campaign just that's, fine. That's what I wanted for her. So, yeah, guess it worked. Yeah, it's totally fine. Just, like... Yeah, there's a lot of things if you're trying to fit the vibe of this campaign we can really work with. One of the things I didn't put my foot down on, but strongly discouraged staring daggers at Jacob because he enjoyed fighting me over this, even though he didn't want to play it, is Druid. I still don't understand why a Druid would have been bad. I, like you said, I never wanted to play one. This was all theoretical, but I still have seen it's zero very reason. very close to 13th Warrior thing because this is like... A lot of things in Alkenstar could be in the anathema territory for a druid. Uh-huh. And dealing with that constantly puts you into the focus more than it should. I don't think nothing we've met so far was anathema related. Nothing. I will say, I want to give props to one of the players at the table here, Drow, for being very open to... I Basically, I when you wanted to play Psykeer a magic caster, I say, all right, you can do this, but this is a no magic kind of area. So I would, for your free archetype, I need you to use the Wellspring Mage. And you played ball, and I think it's worked out well for your character, but it's also just made the Alkenstar feel come a lot more alive instead of you just being the one random caster in Alkenstar that doesn't seem bothered. Like, every combat for you can either be good or bad. You know, you were also extra affected during the Mana Storm whenever you're flying through the spell scar desert. So mm-hmm. like, I think it's been good. So props to you. It kind of gives more credence to the fact that magic is totally unreliable. Yeah. Cause every combat is either it's very swingy. It could give you mm-hmm. extra spell slots or it could make, uh, you be trapped Explode in, plants. in plants. Boom. <laughs> and roll natural twenties just to get out and be angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it hasn't happened in a while, but still it always can. Yeah. I loved, and I still don't regret the hero point handing out for you using that um, feat you took for the first time, because that was so cool with you've naturally, you natural one that save, and you turn that into a wellspring moment. It's like whenever Psychic mm-hmm. gets stressed, your connection to magic becomes just erratic. Yeah. And it could have, it was good for you. It um gave you a spell slot back, and it could have been very good in that you could pick it or like impose a wellspring thing on your enemy. 
That's super cool. Granted that I used it to give back like 40 hit points to Chester, it was worth it. I liked yeah. that. It was almost an even trade. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I also just like that um, Wellspring Mage is a class archetype that you can apply to a lot of different spellcasters and not just um, like Oracle specifically, mm-hmm. right? In 1E, they'd have to do this archetype per class kind of thing. So there's like a bloat of rules, but in 2E, archetypes can be taken by a lot of things. So I just, that's super neat. And it's not like in a 5E where wild magic is a sorcerer only kind of thing either. Well, I'm going to say no now and no to any more banter because it's time to start this episode. No. (laughs) Centuries before the star stone was raised, the wizard kings Nex and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of Smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here, the desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Uh, okay, so when we last left our band of outlaws, you were in the Cradle of Courts. Um, Just like a baby. <laughs> you're sitting in that cradle. Because babies love stone cradles. <laughs> so you had done a Crystal lot of stuff cradles. in here. It's been a long day. Um, you had fought some uh, Kurabozus, some undead ex-monks of Bry, and right after you recovered from that, you were ambushed again by this Hound of Tindalus. Uh, you had a very kind of complicated combat dealing with it, um, where it kept moving to these different corners and throwing off your positioning. Um got some good hits in on it uh it ran away into a corner still having acid damage on it uh and it also used its ripping gaze to just devastate you guys um it hurt chester no 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 sykir sykir really bad really bad uh you guys took some time to heal up again and set off exploring the other uh northern passage uh, and you found the cousin Nectaras of Kreethni, the queen you met. Uh, they were in a conveniently rough-hewn cavern uh, with no corners. You hung out there with them for a while and learned a little bit about the layout of the Cradle of Quartz. Yeah. Uh, you learned where there were more undead on the opposite side that you hadn't gone to yet. And they told you about uh, a strange human who had come through recently who you can only assume to be Kosawana, the whole reason you've come so far out into the Spellscar Desert. And after you met with them, you continued further and you found this uh, library with a bunch of like decaying texts and you saw this large bronze gear, looked decorative, uh, but Chester spotted a uh, relief in it that matched up with a, a holy symbol of Bry. Uh, when Sykir put their holy symbol into this little like recess, the gear turned and it was a door that revealed a secret passage to some other room. Why don't I read you the flavor text for that room yet again? Faded circles of occult runes and winding scripture adorn the walls of these alcoves. The curving architecture and winding facades of which stand in in sharp contrast to the precise angular designs of the rest of the temple. So this room uh, compared to everything else is very like it's got these curved looking carved walls this is the guy 
And most importantly, when you came into this room, you saw a slumped over humanoid figure who was vaguely transparent with like robes, but like his upper body was just skeletal. You could again see through him a little bit. He snapped up and looked at you with glowing eyes coming out of a like semi transparent skull and started laughing. <laughs> Roll for initiative. This is Droxlos. It may be. And he curved the walls so that the hound couldn't get in there. Roll for initiative, please. Not rolling. After you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes! Getting some mileage out of that. Yes! It's been quite the useful feat. I've been rolling some pretty good initiative. All right, so initiative. What did you get, Seki? Got an 11 for a 23. Hell yeah. Or, no, I got a 12 for a 23. Oh, plus okay. 11. Uh, check your Williams. 18 plus 18 for 36. Dang. <laughs> Woo! Baby. That's my husband. Oh, that's my <laughs> All right. Well, good job, Chester. Because <laughs> it's gonna run. <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> That's my husband. <laughs> Not today. Uh, it's your turn, Chester. You won initiative. Really? I'm gonna do one action devise a stratagem. Okay. And recall knowledge. Of course. That was an 18 on the die for my recall knowledge. What would I need to roll for this? Religion. Religion. Great. You don't go church, Jander? 28. Uh, that'll do it. Oh. That's a regular success. So I think the way I want to handle this is I'll let you ask one question about it. And I'll tell you what it is. Are weaknesses and resistances in the same category? Uh, yes. I would like weaknesses and resistances. Uh, okay. So this is something, this is a specter. It is incorporeal. Because of that, it has no, it doesn't have weaknesses, but it has resistance five to everything except force, ghost touch, or positive. It has double resistance versus non-magical things. No, but all of our weapons are magical. Yes. Runes make them magical, right? Yes. Okay. What about an elixir? What do you mean? Because like that's acid damage. Would it still be double because it's not magical acid damage? Yes. Jacob stopped dancing to the music. <laughs> I don't like that answer, Derek. <laughs> I don't think, because it's not, this Pathfinder 2E is very specifically not like 1E where you have elemental damage, which is magical. Mm-hmm. It's just a type of damage. So you would have 10. You have made Jacob very sad. And also in Pathfinder 2E, alchemical is different from spells, where in 1E there were just a lot of spell effects. You see my reasoning, but you don't like it. You, what That's you what have done has made Jacob very sad. <laughs> Does he have any weaknesses? None. Ah! Why can't we fight any of the undead that are weak to positive? <laughs> it's too positive. It'll it'll hurt him. I know it'll hurt him, but it won't be. He's not weak to it. Salty. Like half the undead out there are weak to positive. I'll throw you a bone. It also has an aura called Frightful Presence. Great! <laughs> Chester will share his information. I was going to say, you, have, you don't have to deal with precision damage, but Chester's damage is precision, isn't it? Yes! Yeah. But, wait, are you immune to precision? Uh, no. Okay. I'm resistant good, good. to everything five except for force damage, ghost touch, property, weapons, or positive damage. Okay, cool. So the precision damage will still go through. 
Disrupt, disrupt undead count. Uh, it's positive damage. Okay, good. Awesome. So what Chester's going to do is he's also he's going to use the um, nineteen on the die that he got for his damage Heck roll. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> there's a chance, and he is going to right off the bat chuck a ghost charge. Oh, baby! Yeah, nice. And that is going to be nineteen plus sixteen. Ooh, for a total of. 35. 35. All right, that is a regular hit. My God. Wait, let me ask you one thing. Uh huh. Did I happen to critical the roll, not the knowledge check? No. Okay, all right. It's fair. Good Dang, question. a 19 is not enough to critical this thing? That's all I got to say. What's your bonus, do you add? Plus 16. That's 35, right? Yeah. yeah. No, not critical. Okay, I didn't think so. If you had a 20, it would be critical, but still. By de facto, 19's a hit. If 20 yeah. is also hit, it'd be critical. Bumps it up yeah. a degree of success. So yeah. it's still possible to crit. Yeah, you only with a natural with a nat 20. 20. <laughs> it's always not. Listen, I don't make the rules. <laughs> you say it like it's revolutionary. You talk to Jason Bowman. All right, so this will be 2d8 plus 2d6 plus 2 plus 2. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And it's three, 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 six. That's nine, 12, 15, plus two, plus two is 19. 19 positive energy damage. 19. And you are enfeebled. Oh, how long? One. Is that a. Until the start of down? my next turn. All right, so that means I take a penalty to strength based checks and DCs. Uh, yes, so who knows if turn. it'll be useful? We'll find out. Uh, Chester will then. He's already got his Drake and Heart Mutagen drink, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, I got two. I got one action. Chester's going to avert his eyes and he is going to share his knowledge with his allies that this guy also has a gaze attack, like some stupid, filthy dog. We well, know. no, it's not gaze, it's a aura. Oh, an aura. Never mind then. <laughs> he doesn't share that information. That information is he wrong. He doesn't avert his eyes either. Uh, he doesn't avert his eyes either. Yeah. You get um, another action, basically. He will... See, Tony would be a critical. 35, its AC is 25. Oh, turn. Oh, jeez, that's bad. Yeah, my turn's over. No, 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 no. I raised my shield. Okay. There we mm -hmm. go. That's much better. Good call. That'll be your turn. It is now Druxolos's turn. I knew it! Yeah, I'll just go ahead and reveal that bit there. Um, Guys, it's Druxolos! What? It's the guy who wrote the journal. The one who oh, led people okay. to Yogg-Sothoth. Okay. So he is laughing, but he also looks maniacal. Feral, almost. Um, feral little man. You're not sure exactly what's up with that, but he is, in fact... Um, I imagine he's insane. He's, like, moving fast and erratically. Oh. Um, and he looks at you guys. He snaps up from his, like, hunched-over thing. It moves into where you guys are coming into the room. No. Boom. Uh, and it's going to strike first at Chester. Really? Um, it's in where it can hit Chester and Eleanor. And it like zooms over real fast. First strike. Has he got haste? Uh, is going to be Chester. 26. Miss. Miss? Miss. Your shield's up. My shield's up. If my shield was not up, it would have hit dead on. Cool. So it'll miss you. It'll spend another action. Another strike, but this one's going to be at Eleanor. And I can't nimble dodge, can I? Not yet. You haven't gained a reaction yep. yet. Mm. Oh, okay. 30. Yeah, you hit. Oh, my God. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Sweet. 
uh, and also terrible. Eleanor, you are going to take a total of 17 negative damage. Oof. <gasps> I am going to need you. Let me guess. Roll will or fortitude. Uh, you see as it hits, it like grabs Eleanor or it hits Eleanor with its like incorporeal hand and just releases this necrotic damage. It feels like it's sucking something out of Eleanor's like body as it hits and it looks like it rejuvenates a little bit. Oh, you stop that. And I need Eleanor to make a will save. Ew, that's and nasty. And they have to ask me to make my second worst save. Listen, attacking the martial character and asking for a will save is a time-honored tradition. Mm-hmm. And it is a time-honored tradition to hate you for it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and we don't have hero points or anything, and I'm freaking failing the save with a 17. Just tell me what terrible thing happens to me. Okay, you see it reach out. It feels like it pulls life out of you. Um, and you feel it corrupting your like mind as it's you will listen and you Uh-oh. are uh, controlled what for one round you have the controlled condition that's a condition Mm-mm. and you're only going to be controlled till the end of my um, next turn so basically a round uh, be glad that you rolled a 17 and not one less because you would have critically failed and things would have gotten spicy. Yeah, you Hmm. see, that was a five on the die. Okay. Big oof. Uh, So that is one, two, three actions. However, as it like absorbs this energy from Eleanor, uh, you see that it starts to slow down a little bit. It doesn't look erratic and like moving fast anymore. Hmm. Like it has fed. Uh, like it was hungry. This is the hungry ghost. How did they know he was here? I need more positive energy. Uh-oh. Chester looks <laughs> in a brief moment at Psykeer in great fear. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't do it again. Can this is the way. No. Oh, and Eleanor's right between you guys, too. This is going to be great. Great. Okay, well, that it would otherwise have four actions because it was quickened, but it will not because it fed. I knew it. It was quickened. Who knew being hungry could make you so fast? I believe it. Uh, That will be that. It is now Psykeer's turn. There we are. A disrupt undead. You want to do disrupt undead? Mm -hmm. That's two actions, right? Yes. What save? 25. Uh, fortitude. Fortitude. Okay. Not a great save from me. Oh, I used my ghost charge. All right. That's just a regular success. 28. And that was a 13 on the die. So. Okay. 18. So half nine. of that is going to be nine. Let me do that. Oh. Oh, yes. Uh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I saw your face. Uh-oh. Flat check. Uh-oh. Two. Two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe it'll cause something bad to happen to Eleanor and hold her down. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. This combat is so interesting already. <laughs> Roll me a d20, Psych, here. Uh, two, right. actually. You get to pick. Oh, yeah. What is I've this got a 12 again? and an 18. A magic surge? This is a wellspring surge. Wellspring. Uh, <laughs> one of these is uh, familiar. So a 12 and an 18, you say? 
Oh my goodness, they are both familiar. Oh, boy. oh this is great. Okay. First, no! <laughs> Take your poison. First one, emotional turmoil, uh, which you're familiar <laughs> with. Swirling, conflicting emotions overwhelm you from uh, your surging magic for one minute. Attempt a DC 11 flat check at the start of your turns. Mm-hmm. On a success, you gain plus two to your attack roll, saving throws, and skill checks. On a failure, you take a minus two status penalty instead. And number 12, our favorite, verdant clutch. Plants and vines grow from all surfaces within 20 feet, causing all creatures in the area to be immobilized unless they succeed at a reflex save. Would would this little ghosty guy be immobilized? Because he is creatures. He is creatures. Yeah, he would be technically. Do it. I know. Just do it. That's why I already rolled. Immobilized. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my reflex save is uh, 29. Does that save? It does, actually. Yeah, good. Well, let me roll a reflex save. Go ahead. You know Eleanor's going to pass this instead of getting trapped. Oh, no, I rolled a three. I might actually get stuck. Um, I'm counting against my character. 20 is a fail. Yeah. I rolled a three. You're immobilized. Hey, this is Uh, perfect. Asuvu. Asuvu. I got a 31. Oh. Oh. You should get away from Eleanor. Asuvu got a, 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 a 14 plus 16 is a 30. Only yeah. Eleanor is immobilized. Great! Yes. Dog. How about uh, how about the guy? He succeeded. He succeeded? Yeah. It's okay. I got him. Okay. Don't worry. Chester's got this. All right. <sighs> you guys aren't even going to know Eleanor has been controlled. As as Eleanor Jacob has been up and down, and I know exactly why Jacob was excited um, for one brief second. Okay, so you have exploded. Uh, we've dealt with that. Only Eleanor is affected. Um, mm-hmm. You and, have uh, your complement of actions still. Oh, when you did two ca- two actions for Disrupt and uh, that, that Yeah, I'm going to back it up, I think. Is that something y'all can tell that she's been controlled? Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever he touches you, like, you get these, like, dark veins going up, like, your skin up into your neck and your eyes kind of, like, you I spe- change color. Slayerified. Yeah, you did, yes. actually. <laughs> oh, I'm- It's no! the red hair. Uh, it's the red hair curse. It's like you're moving out of the way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's Osaka's your last action. Gone. I'm sorry. I like red hair so Watch much. out for dogs. I'm, uh, I'm in the corner. Okay. Oh, I need to have... I didn't have a super roll initiative. My B. Weak. Well, she'll beat me. Huh. Yeah, that's why I need to do it. Actually, she rolled a natural two, so she is exactly next. That's oh awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, it's Usuvu's turn. She's like, holy shit! Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> Get past Eleanor! Can you? Uh, oh, no. I'm going to have to tumble through Eleanor's face. Oh, boy. Uh, you want my reflex save? I am immobilized, so it's yeah. a little lower. I have a 17 because of immobilization. So I got to beat 27. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Um, oh, no. And I provoke reactions. But you haven't got any reactions yet. Okay. No, I haven't acted. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. You know what? I, I take that. No, I have to go past you. You're blocking the way. Fuck. All right. Well, I got to do it again. Maybe you'll maybe you'll succeed this Listen, time. You don't get minuses to this, so you can just keep nope. trying. Yeah, Aww. miss again. Last try because I have you know to what? get past it's super, you. Just shoot it! Just shoot it! My my hand crossbow is non magical. Oh goodness! I'm blocking the way. Osuvu spins all three actions: 22, 21, and twenty-one. Is not able to get past you. Um, I'm a menace. And she's right in your face. Uh, you will be uh, flat-footed because Chester and Asuvu are flanking you. <laughs> I am attacking her. It's so inefficient. 
I'm not saying you are, but um, I'm flat-footed. That means the the rave could, well, not rave, the thing could get me better. No, and no, it's it doesn't uninterested work that way. you. Un, it is utterly uninterested in I'm you controlled. now. Because I'm controlled. You are its thrall. Speaking of Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor. <laughs> Eleanor. I have panache. Eleanor has Eleanor. her sword drawn. Eleanor is going. I'm going to be really mean, but I'm sorry. I need you to roll to tumble through Asuvu's square. Wait, I'm no, immobilized. Already has. Yeah, oh, she's immobilized. You so are then so I have to roll to get right. out, don't yeah, I? Yeah, you need to roll. Spend an action to roll to escape. Um, I've never been so happy to be immobilized. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what is it to escape? Acrobatics? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, it's, athle- it's athletics. It is athl- Hold on. It might be either, really. It's, Let if me it's look either, at, I have to choose acrobatics. Attempt a check using your unarmed attack modifier against the DC of the effect. So what is your unarmed attack? Um, hold on. Should Rolling. be the same as your other Your fist attack. is plus 15. Oh. Well, it won't be the same as Marie Pierre. Plus 15. So yeah. I roll uh, with plus 15. Yes. It is athletics, isn't it? Yep. What a time to uh, roll low. How about a 24? Nope. Nope. Uh, Eleanor is going to try. This m- is, I'm yes. not being cursed for low yes. rolls. <laughs> is this have the attack trait? Yes, it does. Minus five to your next check. Do it. <laughs> and Panache doesn't count against this because I'm not Eleanor, attacking with honestly, a Honestly, Derek, weapon. you could sees just have her attack. Eleanor see, enthralled Eleanor sees that she's not going to be able to break free easily this round and will instead do a uh, finisher against Isuvu. Isuvu? Plus 11 on the rapier. Chester's right there. It has the attack trait. Hey, I'm doing what I'm told. Hey, <laughs> would, the, would trying to escape provoke? Uh, they don't have attacks of opportunity. Isuvu? No, no. is more like a rogue. What's your total there? Second. That is a total of 23. With your second oh. attack? Yes, I took the second attack. That'll hit, penalty. roll your damage. What? That would have missed Chester. Asuvu has rolled into Eleanor multiple times trying to get by, and Eleanor just goes, <laughs> Just <bam>. dark souls <laughs> against her. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, um, two ones. That's a good thing. Oh, thank goodness. Two, uh, four, ten... 12, 15 damage. That's okay. not Pretty that low for bad. me. All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then you're going to spend your last action to raise your shield against Asuvu. Okay. Mm. I do as I'm told. Thank you. Uh, and I used up the panache. Okay, Chester Williams, panache it's your turn. Panache gone. Chester's going to step over here. Uh-huh. Chester will be like, hey, you dumb see-through skeleton nerd. Why don't you go suck? Yuck Sathos Nards! Oh my god. <laughs> wow, she got yuck suck off. I see, I see you got a round room. Are you afraid of a dog? Huh? Are you going to taunt him? I am taunting him. I don't know if that's a roll or if you're just going to let me shout dumb things all the time. Uh, you know what I forgot to do? I forgot to do Frightful Presence, but that's a hand off the chest piece thing. Uh, um, so look, we've both taunt. been benefited and hit herded. So yeah, why don't you come over here and pick on someone who ain't afraid of you? Nerd. Nerd. Can you do this mechanically without some skill feat? I have no idea. Right, let me let me look. Let me search the word taunt. That's a, there's a thing in Kingmaker called taunt, but it's not what this is. Your army attempts to frighten and cow an enemy army. That's yes, the one from Kingmaker. Uh, trait taunt. I think what this taunt. is called is called bon mot or whatever. B o n m o t. Oh yeah, it's uh-huh. a feat they always suggested that you take in this game. It lets you do this basically. Oh, so it really doesn't mean anything then, does it? No. All right. Uh, Chester's then going to devise a stratagem. I succeeded my last knowledge check, so I'll do that again. 
All right, that's a three for my knowledge check, but a 17 for my to hit, so I'm not going to do knowledge. It'll be 13. Okay. I doubt that succeeds, but a 17 plus a 16 from Chester's 33. musket. Actually, no, he's going to have his whip out because his that would take a turn to pull his musket out, uh, and he is going to use his whip. Now, at, well, the whip does non-lethal. I can make a. I can use a non-lethal weapon to make a lethal attack with a minus two penalty. Okay. Uh, you. Um... Then what I will do is I will attack lethally with my whip. That is seventeen plus fourteen is thirty-one. You know what's funny is in its immunities it doesn't have non-lethal, so technically it would take the damage, but sure it's immune to unconscious. That so. might be. Well, either way, I'm. Uh, it's thirty-one. Thirty-one to uh, hit. Uh huh. Uh, with your doing lethally is going to hit. Awesome. 13 plus 3 is 16 damage, which would be reduced to 11. This is a magic weapon. Okay, so, yeah, take it down to 11. Okay. And Chester will then, like, what then at the ghost? Beautiful. And flip it off. Alright, it is its turn. He'll blow a raspberry at it. It is no longer enfeebled. He'll turn around and smack his butt at it. Womp, womp, womp. Smash, smash, can't get me. You hungry? I'm made out of life energy. Are you, though? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't gotta tell him that. Why do you taste like negative energy? Eat me. (sighs) You know what? I'll buy it. Um, Yes! He'll move over to you one action, and he'll spend two actions. I forgot. I technically used four actions last time, which is fine because it was quickened. He's going to spend two actions on you to do a thing. He's going to make a strike at you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, he rolled well, that, a net six. That works as well. He just misses. I just missed. This actually does nothing but help. Yeah. Chester wiggles around like, oh, you can't even hit me. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. miss you, unfortunately. Good. Um, it is now the end of my turn, so we're also going to deal with Frightful Presence. Um, Wait, it's the end of your turn. Am I no longer controlled? We're getting yes. there. Frightful Presence is going to catch everyone but Psykeer. Oh, okay. Psykeer's around the corner. Mm-hmm. Wait, does being controlled mean I can't re- resist? Uh, I'll say you're immune to it for now because you're my thrall. Um, so Usuvu and Chester need to make me some will saves. This is probably a good thing because I have terrible will save. Oh, 14 on the die. Usuvu rolled a natural <gasps> one. Aww. For a critical failure, Isuvu is frightened four. Uh, Chester, Jeez. what did you get? 25. Uh, that's a success. You are only frightened one. God, frightened four? Four rounds of fright. Poor Usuvu. That She's sucks. been hit. She's been frightened. She's sick. She's been hit by. She's been struck by. Everything. A, a ghost. And a ghost. she can't roll past me. Okay. Uh, so that's its turn. It moves to hit Chester and just whiffs, I guess. <laughs> it's now the end of its turn. Eleanor, you are no longer controlled, I think. You said it was until the end of your turn. Yeah, I'm double checking. Last until the end of my next turn, uh, until the end of my thrall's next turn. Oh, so that? technically you would have already been thing. Yeah, okay, never mind. So I'm free. Yes. Yeah, but now I'll need you to make that will save. <laughs> You're Aww. also immobilized. Still. You're still immobilized. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I'll live. I'll figure it out. What is with my dice tonight? Fourteen. Uh, oh. oh, fourteen. Uh oh. Okay, hold on. Uh, oh, DC 24, you are also frightened for. Oh, my Man. God. Jeez. Congratulations Holy on not being able to crap. run away. 
Uh, okay, well, that's the end of its turn. I mean, that sucks, because if I had known Eleanor was going to be snapped out of it, I would have gone for another smack. But, you know what? You live, you learn, you laugh, you love. Psykeer! I mean, Chester did taunt us so much. The Williams. Your turn. Unlock the goddamn door. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Did you shut the door on the way out, Psykeer? (laughs) See ya! Boom! Just hear scratching on the gear. (laughs) Okay. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. Dang! Ah. I am going to do the thing again. Uh, Against Chester. No, wait, hold on. One to Eleanor's (laughs) turn? No. Eleanor Eleanor went last. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, So disrupt undead? Yes. Not against Chester. Yay! Obviously. 20 is a fail, so I'll take full damage. Oh, you failed! Yay! I thought that was a to hit. All right, so that's going to be 13 points of damage. Good job. Owies. That's straight up it for me. Resistance to every kind of damage. Sweet. Okay, that's, that's your turn. So it's Usuvu's turn. Usuvu looks mortified, uh, spooked out of her mind. You might say. And bloodied. Mm-hmm. Usuvu is very courageous. Oh my god, your AC is so low. Oh, but the thing is, if I move up, run up, swing, run away. That's it. Just try. Move up, swing with the light pick. And then run away. That's Chester's advice. Chester clearly has a plan. Oh! Okay, natural 12. That's going to be 25. That's a miss. That's a miss. Oh, it is flat footed. It's flanked. You're correct. And that will actually make it a hit. Thank you for calling that out. Good Uh, job. So it'll take. uh, She rolled 11 damage, but it'll resist part of that. So that'll be six. Every little bit counts. Yes. And then run away. Get on, get action. Get out of here. Don't pull her next to me. <laughs> wow. Right out of the room. Okay, so that's that. I'd go down to Frightened 3. Eleanor, it's your turn. You are also Frightened 4. You so what does Frightened way. do oh, to me? You're no longer enfeebled. It basically gives you a minus 4. A minus 1 for every oh. rank of Frightened. Yeah. That being said, Derek, you are enfeebled. Oh. Well, because of your thing. Yeah. Hot dog. Oh, hot dog. Yes. Thank you for the reminder. Wish I could. I am going to try to free myself. (laughs) Okay. That's going to be harder because of this frightened. Yes, I know. But I. What else am I going to do? None of my distance weapons are magical. If this was one of you, pull a day rack and throw your sword. That's right. (laughs) You have your dagger. I don't know if it's magical. It's not magical. Uh, the hatchets aren't either. Could still try. Um, I can't. Like he said, athletics. Uh, no, it's your unarmed attack modifier. And so. my current unarmed attack is probably pretty crappy. I Plus can't. eleven. I rolled a seventeen. Total. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you're still stuck. Psychiers. What DCs. is it with my rolling tonight? I, I mean, honestly, it's the this one was just the frightened. Uh, um, you can use an acrobatics or athletics check instead of using your attack modifier. Can if I you try choose. acrobatics? Because that would have been a twenty. It still has the attack trait, so it's gonna. It, yeah, for pass, but like her skill might be higher than her to hit. Yes. My acrobatics is higher than my to hit. Yeah, roll acrobatics. It'll be uh, your acrobatics score minus five for your second attempt. Okay. So that is, what, plus nine 16. for you? Sixteen. Yeah, I think you're just stuck this round. I have one more. Can I try? Yeah, go for a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, go for a natural 20. <laughs> It'll be only plus four. Uh... 17? <laughs> no, no. no. Eleanor is firmly pl- implanted in place. Uh, that's the end of your turn. You'll go down to Frightened 3. Okay. Which is good. 
I get uh, some point. I get some stuff back, right? Frightened is just a penalty to everything, basically at the fright, whatever the frightened value is. So it starts out at minus four because you were at frightened four. You went to frightened <laughs> three at the end of your turn, so it'll go to minus three. Um, okay. I'm going to see no longer flat-footed as this Mr. Ghost Man is now top of a new round. Chester William. Chester's going to devise a stratagem. It is my dice. You seem not very scared of this thing. I don't feel very scared. <laughs> I don't. Um, you haven't got hit yet. Not yet. I got a 10 on the die. The metagaming begins. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Chester's going to circle around. And he's going to try and shove the ghost. <laughs> you push your hands through the ghost. Does it immune? Is it immune to physical things? This is not damage. Are your hands magical? If a normal dagger your, can hurt it. Okay, roll your stupid athletics check. That oh, is, my God. <laughs> Are you bullying the ghost? I'm trying my best to. It's... 24 <laughs> against my um, fortitude DC. I think it might be your reef um, shove. Derek, I have a question. Yes. Could I try to do this? My hands are magical. Your hands are magical. It is. Um, What's your athletics bonus, though? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> plus zero. Does your hands reach. But like, what do I? You can use oh this weapon. Never mind. There's the shove action. It is against fortitude. Yes, twenty four. Twenty four. I got a ten on the die. It's not going to do it. I got a question. Yeah. How much does this guy weigh? <laughs> not much. He's a ghost. As, as, uh, so that was devise, move, shove, <laughs> and chest. Like, yeah, you're a nerd. You can't do nothing against me. Why don't you get better? You ain't no one scared of you. <laughs> And I'm going to take my frightened condition off now as well. Yes, because you made your thing last time. <laughs> Could I shove this nerd into a bag? Uh, speaking of frightened conditions, um, <laughs> it is now its turn. Come on, bring it. It's going to try and double action smack Chester. Oh my god. He's being so rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to not roll bad. Tw- wait, 27 hits. That's a hit? Uh-huh. Okay. Chester. He's got a plus 20 with enfeebled? Yeah, you're going to take... Oh, oh, okay. 18 points of negative damage. Are Am you? I? Are you? No, I'm immune to negative damage. <laughs> Chester has the hand go into him, and he slaps his hands to his cheeks and goes... Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't take any damage from my attack, this guy <laughs> yells. You hungry? You ain't gonna get nothing from me. Uh, and then he's gonna. <laughs> he's move. gonna come up to me. Thanks. <laughs> just, you gotta escape. You got I'm this. immobilized. He surveys the battlefield. <sighs> uh, he actually now that Sykir is in the room and he's not focused on Chester. Oh hey, what now? <laughs> he sees Psyche here at the edge of the door now, and he goes, <laughs> Another of Bry's faithful fallen for the plot. There is no bending time. The 13th Ordinal is a lie. You're all fools. You will all serve my master, Yog Sothoth. And That's he, a lot of words for six seconds. At least I can hurt you. <laughs> and he, uh... You can't even hurt me. He strategically can't move to Eleanor because Eleanor would be able to hit him, so he kind of 
skadoodle dances, and that's his turn. Skadoodle dancing. Uh, speaking of the end of his turn, though, I need. Oh, who's in the frightful presence range here? Oh, wait, does this happen every round? Is there no way to be immune to it? Oh, no, it's if you first entered the aura. My oh, okay. Bad. We've done this completely I've wrong. I've been here the whole time. I feel like the guy in Game Chair. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> I've been here since show one, and I, I still don't have a name. name. Well, that's his turn. Um, Psyche, it's your turn. Okay. Cool. Can I see him? You can. All right, sick. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing again. Uh, fortitude save for me. Yar. Yeah, that disrupt undead's no joke. Chester was okay. Playing. That's pretty good. Twenty nine. Is that a regular success? That is a regular success. Yes. Jeez, Psychir's putting in the work on this guy. Twenty nine is a regular success. So that's ten. Yeah, I'll half. The twenty half is ten. Yeah. Booyakasha. You can tell that. Like, How's he looking? He's below half. You've been chipping away at him. Um. Psychir, what's the DC for your spells? Twenty five. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. And then I am going to. <laughs> Cast Life Link on Eleanor and Chester. Cast what? You shouldn't put it Life on Chester. Chester. You oh, said yeah, it I, doesn't hurt. I can't get hurt. He cannot be hurt by this Okay, thing. then I will do it on a Suvu. Okay. I'm literally Rolling. immune to negative energy damage. I'm pretty sure he can only do negative energy damage. Okay, so that's seven hit points to them. Okay. Thank you. Can you imagine how annoying that would be if, like, Chester came into this room by himself and he'd just be like, leave me alone. <laughs> you can't hurt me. What are you going to do? Literally, though, there's nothing he can do against you. <laughs> he could technically, like, frighten me till I can't move, but he can't hurt me. <laughs> you could literally just send Chester in here with a gun. <laughs> Are you ready to meet young Sathoth? I'm sorry. Looks been... like it's time. <laughs> Ta-da! Ever since I've been, I first read this encounter and started planning it, I knew that I had to play it up because as soon as you figured out that Chester can't take any damage, that this will go from very scary to not very scary at all. It's been scary well, for listen, me, dang it. You can still have Eleanor kill Chester, so that, I'm not immune to this damage. This is all about me controlling everyone else to kill Chester instead of actually being able to hurt him. <laughs> uh, and also be nice to have some thralls. They have such good life juice. Uh, so that was Lifelink and uh, Disrupt Undead. It's a Suvu's turn. Man, I'm still frightened three. I'm going to try this song and dance again. Run in, stab, run away. <laughs> run in. It's exactly 25 feet. <laughs> Stab. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She has to roll to get past me, remember? Well, no, you're she not, doesn't. No, you're, you're not, not controlled again oh, anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I hit again! I yeah. hit again. Yay! Kosuvu. 31 to hit. Six more damage. Six more damage. I just want to do yeah. something good. <laughs> get Poor on Eleanor. out of there! Poor Eleanor. Okay. All I've done is hit my friend. All my dice should be punished. This is wonderful. <laughs> and you would have that perspective in this combat. This is great. I'm not going to lie. Like, I fucked up. I cast plants. It has only benefited us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah it did. It kept Eleanor down. Oh, I'm just right. glad he didn't fail the immo- to be immobilized, because then I have to explain a ghost being stuck in plants. <laughs> Ma- it was, they're magical. They're they magic. are magic yeah. plants. Okay, Eleanor, it is your turn. Just at the like end of the I believe round. a druid would cast. 
Just um, like a druid would cast. I'll shoot you. With your I own want muscles. to attempt oh, but he can't <laughs> to escape. <laughs> All right, try again. Uh, you can use your athletics at yeah. its max bonus right now. So make sure. Wait, if you no, have... I can't. I'm still, I'm still scared. It's a frightened well, three. Your max have bonus. You considering that, turned it down to frightened three. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yes. So your uh, or acrobatics. I can use acrobatics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I actually have a chance. I believe I think in you. You need a ten or higher. I rolled a natural one. Oh my, oh my god. Goodness. That means you have to stop trying. You don't get to try again. Is that in the thing? Yes. So there's absolutely effing nothing I can do. <laughs> yeah. What you oh need is a natural 20 to escape from plants, according to Wait, hold on. I did look oh up escape. God. Let me double check. Let me look at it. I'm trying so hard not to be angry. I get critical failure. You do not get free, and you can't ex- attempt to escape until your next turn. Jeez. Oh, my God. Don't so, uh, worry. I got you. I raise my shield. That's a good call. That's a, that's a good call. And and curse prolifically. Ooh, Poor Eleanor. You have not moved a single square this whole combat. Hold on, I'm looking at my stuff. And all your, at least you got some good hits in, even though I had you roll them as the enemy. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna raise my shield. Your character is effective, um, just against the wrong thing. And 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 you know, curse my existence. You hey, poor thing. Hey, can the ghost is the is is he flying? Uh, yeah. Oh, never mind. Aww. I was going to trip him. <laughs> All of my dice are cursed. I'm bully this ghost. I stopped it's, being excited about bad rolls. It's Chester's turn. Chester's going to devise a stratagem on Eleanor. Oh, my God. That is a 10 on the die. Oh, my goodness. Um, a 10 on the die for what is my athletics? I oh, can't oh, do oh, anything oh, it's anymore. It's 25 exactly. <gasps> No, but that uh-huh. doesn't matter. It does. I shove you. Chester, you spend one action And that to beats move. the DC for the plants. But does it beat my DC? It doesn't have to beat yours. It's either the plant DC or your yeah. DC. Wait, you got me out of the plants? So I shove you backwards five feet. And Chester's like, get out of there, Eleanor. Come on, stop playing around. And that's two actions. You get No, that's you three move. actions. Yeah. You get pushed back into psych here and you feel whiskers like on your cheek <laughs> as they Ch- lean up against your shoulder. And Chester like turns back to the ghost he's <laughs> right beside and just stretches out his hands and starts like <laughs> wiggling, trying to block him off. Like, you can't get around like me. Like he's a basketball player. Yeah. Chester, you're like the most annoying Minecraft admin. That's right. Oh, come on. Oh. You can't hurt me. I'm free. Oh. And take your fright down to two. Oh, yeah. Chester oh, got Chester. stuck in these before. Just to what? <laughs> Talking to Eleanor. Oh, Chester yeah. got stuck in the vines before. That was, um... It's not fun. Never mind. I hate these plants! <laughs> uh, that is my turn. Uh, he is... A Dres- it's Drasok's turn. He's gonna just move around or technically... Just to fly through Chester. I mean, he doesn't... He'd have to, like, tumble through or whatever, I think. I'm, I have to look at the incorporeal trait. But for flavor's sake, because he could also just go around you. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoosh. Attack of opportunity? Uh, no, because he moves into the threatened square, not out of it. Don't forget, your shield is still raised, though. Yeah, and I it have is. a reaction, so... Mm-hmm. And he's going to spend... That's one action. He's going to spend his last two actions to try and smack Nimble Eleanor dodge. again. He's, and he seems so confident in himself. Nimble he is, I, dodge. I, I haven't been narrating this whole time because so much ridiculousness has been <laughs> happening. But he is just laughing. You stupid followers of Bry. What fools thinking you could modify time by mere quartz? Ha, 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 
<laughs> you sound kind of arrogant for someone who can't hurt like me. Uh, and he's going to roll against Eleanor. 24, I don't Miss. think is going to hit. do it. Oh! And that is his turn. You sure are ballsy for some dude that doesn't have a lower half. Ah! Uh-huh. Sure are ballsy for somebody who ain't got balls. It's I, your turn. I'm going to do it again. All right, fortitude save. Yeah, you see why? I, I don't know if I said on air, but mm-hmm. I, I, I was telling Psyche Psy- Psy- or Drow. I was telling Drow that like. Yes, you spoke to Psyche. I still spoke to Psyche here directly. <laughs> uh, that you can as swap God. out your cantrips and spells every few levels as a um, spontaneous. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, after you guys met with the Nectaros, I was like, hey, you're about to hit a level where you get new spells. You might want to take. Been the best choice. Uh, fortitude is gonna be oh my god a oh! natural three. Psykir and Chester owning this fight. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, that'll take full damage. And um, then we're bullying him. We're just bullying him. And he's been bullying me and plants. The plants. The plants. There we go. He moved out of the way. Eleanor's mm-hmm. gonna have plant-based nightmares All right, tonight. It's a Suvu's turn. <laughs> the last time I exploded in pants. Plants, Alonzo died. I exploded in pants. Pants <laughs> You're gonna for have everyone. Could have vegetarian nightmares. Hmm. Not twenty. Just go for plants. Uh, <laughs> At least I, I could have gotten a natural 20 and gotten out. Yeah. But no, you got to complain about natural 20. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just wanted to, I wanted to escape the dang I've always plans. had the power of gun. I didn't you need to get out of plans. You almost made me cuss. Let's give a plan. Let's give a plan. Asuvu, I'd have to tumble through his space. and that's Stay a, there, Asuvu. Just delay? Yeah, just stop. Okay. Just wait for Eleanor to, to you know, do her thing. The first time I'm gonna get to try. I will delay. Yeah. It is now Eleanor's turn. Asuvu, occupy a corner. Yes, (laughs) occupy a corner. Because if Eleanor can, like, tumble through, then Asuvu can get there. Yeah. This is my Al die. I'm going to roll this because all my other purple die have been cursed. It is flat-footed. But I want that Pernash or I'm not going to do damage. Do it. So I'm going to attempt. I will warn you, it does have a very high reflex save. Just got to try. You know what, then? I'm going to roll deception to try to faint on it. Be deceived. 19. 19. Everything I roll has been less than a 9. This is against my perception, DC, uh, which I haven't looked at yet. My perception, you said 19. That's not going to do it. I didn't think so. Yeah. I'm going to try again. Another faint. I can't do anything to it without panache. Well, I mean, my da- damage is two d six plus four. What is your? Well, you uh, only get minus five for your regular attacks, not minus ten. No, no, no. My damage is not enough to get past its five without resistance without precision. I get two d six plus four. Huh? At minimum, I'll do one damage. Okay. I need panache. Can I s- step in as your GM because I forgot to list the immunities when Chester asked for stuff? I forgot it is immune to precision damage. Oh. So you Uh-oh. could just attack if you want. Well, fine. I'll try to attack. That changes things for Chester, too. Yeah, oh. I know. I've been doing precision damage this whole time. You haven't well, done much damage I rolled damage a natural 16. Ooh. Okay. So that is a 30 to hit. Nice. That's a hit. But unless I do more than D well, than ones on my D6. Every little bit counts. It's pointless. Every little bit counts. It's never pointless. 10 damage. Yep, okay, so that will be minus five, but that will still hurt her. Yeah. I rolled one deception, I mean, a faint, so I will try to attack again. Yes. No, no, I'm going to put up my shield. Okay. Ooh, smart. My buckler. 
Uh, okay, yeah, I forgot to list that in the when we were going through the stuff. Well, you asked guess for what? Weaknesses. Elidor's not had a chance to use precision against anyone but Usuvu anyway. Hmm. <laughs> I haven't got to have a thrall in so long. This is great. Usuvu is, uh, both you and Usuvu go down to Frighten 1. Heck yes. Usuvu is really weighing her options now that she's delayed. Just stay delayed. There's nothing she well, can do. Well, technically, I don't go to Frighten 1. She does more damage than me, turn. I think. Um, I think that's. I think her stuff is also precision damage. Yeah, there's just not. I, I don't have a shot to uh, tumble through it, so I'm just going to. And my only ranged weapon isn't magical, so I'll just move to a corner. Usuvu, stay. She's Thank also you. hurt from my damage. Not that much, but yeah, she is hurt. It's round five. This combat's gone on longer than I thought. Chester Williams. Uh, Chester's going to do... Oh, yeah. Buys it, a it's only going to help him know what to do because mm. precision does nothing. Yeah, but I get a plus one for doing it, so... I think you only damaged on the first bomb with precision, and it would <clears throat> count then anyway. I've hit it with the whip, too. Uh, but that was the only other time. Psyche here has been far and away the damage dealer to this thing. <laughs> I am going to drop the whip, pull out the gun and shoot it and it's gonna be what oh it, it's it doesn't work that way i'm like you'll shoot straight through it to me yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, work that way 12 plus 16 is 28 28 will hit it's not flat-footed against a ranged attack though i don't believe so that no. means it's not flat-footed for me anymore sorry my whip only does 2d4 i gotcha so that's gonna be 2d6 you dropped a die you dropped a die that is a six and a six. 12 nice. plus two. Max damage. 14. 14, and it is magical, so we'll reduce it by five to nine. All right, yeah, this thing looks pretty hurt. Beautiful. It's very hurt, actually. It is its turn, though. Yaxa thought they'd doing nothing for you. I don't even have to roll. Uh, I can just. Boom. But you will get an attack of opportunity. I will take it. I'm just going to. Come on, green die. You've been the nicest to me all night. Oh, that's a natty 17. Ooh. So uh, now that's a 32 because I'm less frightened. 32. That'll hit. Yeah, roll your damage. Kill it. I highly doubt I'm going to kill it. It's dead. Again. I rolled a 1 and a 6 for a total of um, 11. All right, so that'll be 6 total points of damage. That's a solid hit. It's not dead yet, but that actually did hurt it. This thing is like falling apart. The wisps are like falling in tatters around it, vanishing into nothingness. It moves past Eleanor and it points a bony spectral hand at Psyker and he says, Priest of Bry, you will obey my master. Uh, uh, and he's going to spend two actions to do uh, uh, his thing, he's going to strike at Psykir. Oh, no. 15 oh, no. on the die. That does not critical me. Does not critical. Nice, good. Whew. You are going to take, I'll go ahead and apply this to you since you're on Foundry. All right. You're going double to take ones. a level, nice. oh, double ones. On the, you're going to take 11 points of uh, negative damage. Um, and it's just like, it's the same thing with Eleanor. Even though you have metal on you, it looks like it starts getting tarnished almost. Your fur, like, like parts of it seem to go grayer. Uh, your eyes change color a little bit. I'm gonna need you to make me a will save. Uh, what was this? Seven. I wanna use a hero point. Okay. 22 was the result. I don't blame you. Oh, much, much better. better. Okay, 29. 14 on the die is 29. So. That's a success. 
Yeah, it's good, because otherwise it would have been a failure. So you instead will just be stupefied too. Oh, I forgot, Eleanor. Once ever you stop being controlled, you're stupefied too. My bad. I would have been unstupefied now. now, though. Yeah. No, but you're stupefied for an hour, so. Oh. Yeah. Stupefied so, uh, too. Tad's attached stupefied? Yeah, for an hour. Can stupefied do. too for success? Yeah. Uh, basically, the way this works is if you're critically success, uh, you're unaffected and temporarily immune. If you make it, you get stupefied too for an hour. If you fail, you become controlled for basically around, and when you're done, you're stupefied too for an hour. If you critically fail, when you roll a success on a will save, you'd get a critical success instead. Oh, that's oh! your thing. That's your evasion, but for will saves, mm-hmm. you are not stupefied. Awesome. Hot Good dog. Call out. Nice job. Uh, and ah! then, <laughs> sorry, critical failure for this. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and tell you. As failure, but the duration is unlimited. Oh my god, you just become stupid forever. No, the no, thrall. The thrall. <gasps> oh. Unlimited? Unlimited. What happens if it gets killed? The thrall can attempt a oh, new will save no at the you. end of each of its turns. Ah. On a success, it is no longer controlled, but becomes stupefied too for an hour. Okay, okay, that's not. Uh, all right. So all right. no matter what, unless you critically succeed, you're stupefied too. Uh, I'll take well, it off your sheet. Well, stupefied doesn't affect my to hit, it appears, so. It's for more mental things, yeah. It's very much for, like, spellcasters. Basically, you have to make a flat check to cast anything. Well, it means that had I had stupefied on, it wouldn't have affected the hits I made. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Okay. Okay. Is it my turn now? Uh, Yeah, that's the end of its turn. It's now your turn. It's in your face. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Disrupt Undead again. The power of Bri compels you. The power of Bri compels you. Uh, oh, I rolled a 9 plus 15 is 24 is a fail. You fail, yeah. Go, Sykir. It's a 6, MVP. a 6, a 3, and a 1 for a 20. 20 what? points of damage. Uh, you cast this spell. You call down Bry's wrath through the positive energy on this thing. Uh, and it just goes... and starts glowing white and then just dissipates. Whoa! Congratulations. You solved my ghost puzzle. That fight was fun. Let's do another ghost. That yeah. is where we'll pick that up. That was fun. That is where we'll pick up in our next episode. That was fun for you. <laughs> Good job, guys. My most effective attack was, attack was against Usuvu. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. We are also on threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, check out our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash third gallon. That's ko-fi forward slash third gallon. Our theme music for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfi. And you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfi Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Michael Gelfi. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.